Hi friends, I'm Erin from Whalen Farms and Erin Whalen Online, and this is a podcast about my family's homesteading journey. From an urban farm in Washington State to 100 plus acres in Tennessee, this is our journey of how we got to where we are and how we are building our homestead from the ground up. Hello friends, I am so excited to be here again with you today. I am talking about, so this is basically like we are jumping into fall. It's kind of funny. So people get really like up in arms this time of year. There's the ones who love fall and are ready for summer to be over. And then there's a summer lovers that come and they try to give the fall lovers crap for wanting summer over and how we should like enjoy the season that we're in. And I think we all, I think especially social media, it's just all so much drama. I feel like we can love summer while also being excited about fall. I am super excited about fall. I was talking to another friend. So we are both from Washington State. She moved to Arizona. I don't know her in real life. I just know her on Instagram. Uh, She moved to Arizona and I moved to Tennessee. And so they're doing, she's in monsoon season right now, which just sounds wild to me. Um, And so we were just kind of talking about the weather differences and how, I mean, it was hot in Washington, but it's not like the same heat level as an Arizona summer, like the Arizona desert summer, which is just scalding hot, or a Tennessee summer where it's pretty darn, like it's probably the same, our summers are longer, but it's probably like the same temperature except add into that humidity, which can make the temperature feel, you know, 5, 10, 15 degrees hotter than what it actually is. And so it could be like 98, but it feels like, you know, 112. And so either you definitely have, a, I think, a different appreciation and excitement for fall when you are just, you are crisp at the end of summer. You are dehydrated. <laughs> you are ready for some nice fall weather. And so I love summer and I, I do. I'm, I'm a summer baby. I was born in the summer. I love it with all my heart. I also love fall. I don't know. I feel like the last few years I have really, really tried to embrace each season. I, I've always really struggled with winter. I mean, I think a lot of us do. Unless you really love winter sports, which our family has never been a winter sport family. We just It's just not something that brings us pleasure. So we don't do it. Um, so yeah, so... But I am trying to lean into each season and we moved to Tennessee intentionally for the less harsh winters. And I absolutely loved, loved, loved um, fall last year and winter. I felt like they were both amazing. I was extremely excited to experience them. I was excited to experience all four seasons. Anyhow, I'm getting off the I'm getting off track. What I want to say is that I'm excited for fall and we're talking about fall because even though so it's so weird. So we're back to school already. We have been back to school, not we as in like my little family, because we're just basically jumping back into school this week. But in general, like Tennessee jumped back into school the beginning of August um, versus Pacific Northwest. They still have a while before they're, I think, a few more weeks until they're back in school. But we also get out earlier as well. I don't know why it's different. I don't know if it's like a summertime thing or heat thing. I know Arizona, I think they do like on and off again because the summers, I don't understand it, but I'm going with it. Um, We didn't start at the beginning of this month, though, because we had a trip to Clarksville. Um, We had a trip to Vegas, and so it just didn't work out for us. And so I just want to lay the foundation of just kind of like how I homeschool. And I was talking in Instagram stories yesterday about how 
I love homeschooling because everyone can do it differently. You can use the same curriculum, but use supplementary curriculum with it to make it like a completely different presentation versus a different family. And it's just very personal. And so that's one of the reasons I really enjoy it is because I feel like you can tailor it to your family. And so I love homeschooling just in general because I, <laughs> I'm one of those weird people. I just want my kids around me 24-7. Like that may be weird, that may be not. I don't know how other people do I just I want them here I only have two of them sometimes I wish I had had like 10 kids I was a horrible pregnant person though like pregnancy and me it was so miserable and my body like the six months after with my hormones was just epically miserable and pregnancy was just super hard and so after two kids we decided we were done um I kind of do regret that decision sometimes but I love my babies I love them so very much and I just want them here all the time and I enjoy being able to emphasize and teach them what I feel is important for them and also to tailor it to them so I can see them personally and decide what I feel works best for them or I can see their struggles and and just work specifically with them in that and that just brings me joy um also I really like it for the aspect that my husband, he works retail. And so a lot of times he's working weekends. And if my kids were in public school, they would hardly see their dad because he's working weekends. They would be off on the weekends or off at nights, but they'd have homework and different things. And and it just, it, it felt too busy for me. And I just know me as well. And I know that some people, I guess, can think homeschooling is hard. But to me, the getting up and the schedule of the school system and having the kids out the door at a certain time and having them home and having the homework and just that stressed me out so much. Like severe anxiety stressed me out. And when I was able to make my own schedule and tailor our days to what works best as a family for us, I just felt such a release. And and that makes me a happier mom, which in turn makes me better for everyone around us, for the kids, for my husband. The house functions better when we have this homeschooling schedule. And so those are kinds of reasons that I homeschool. Everyone homeschools, I think, probably for similar yet also different reasons. But that is kind of the reason that we decided to do it this way. It may change. Maybe when Tyron or Evelyn gets to high school age, they'll really you know, want to go to uh public school and we will cross that bridge when we come to it but i ask them every year you know like are you do you guys want to homeschool does this feel good for you do you like this and the resounding answer has always been yes we do enjoy it tyron was in public school for about six months of kindergarten and then the whole you know pandemic happened the end i they sent them home and they did school on the computer and i didn't like that and I kind of had always wanted to homeschool Travis was not he he came from a public school system I came from homeschool system and so we were just kind of at odds before the pandemic and then after that when I just kind of showed him what I wanted to do and when we learned some of the things that was going on in the school system in Washington we were just like you know what like I would rather have them home with us and it has just worked out amazingly so um so yeah okay so let's get right into it let's just cover our how I I guess, lay out the week, our weekly schedule. 
So we practice a Monday through Friday school week. We do, or sorry, Monday through Thursday. We do not do school on Fridays. Um, Friday, Saturday, Sunday are the days that Saturday is like their chill day, their relaxed day. Fridays are more like, what do we need to catch up with around the house? It's also an extracurricular activity day, like if we want to do a field trip or if we want to go on a hike or if there's something else that we want to do, that's our day to do that. Um, And so we really kind of enjoy using Fridays as like a catch-all. Even like maybe let's say that we couldn't do school on Tuesday because Tuesday a lot of appointments came up or something happened and we were in the car all day long running around doing errands. Well, then Friday is a day then that we would do school. So it's just kind of there as a bumper if we need it for school and also as kind of our fun craft just chill day or um, what's it called? Field trip. I'm apparently having issues with words. Um, And so Monday through Thursday, we I try to have the kids up by seven. Um, We previously I have always I'm not one of those people who say no TV. Like I know there's some there's some very staunch moms on here and that's totally fine. that are like no TV. TV is not great for the kids. And I agree. TV isn't great for the kids. Um, But I do use it. And we do utilize it in this house. Um, we have a lot of specific things for them to watch. I usually go with like the older flicks, the older cartoons, like anything 10 to 15 years old is usually what our go-tos are. And the kids kind of know that. And there are certain ones that I allow them to watch. Um, current cartoons and stuff are just, I, I don't. We just don't really do those unless I really, really look them over. Um, and so, but this year I've decided I don't want to do, because we would do like, they'd wake up, they'd sit there for 30 minutes, they'd watch some morning cartoons, and we'd turn off the TV and go do chores and get all that stuff done. But I would find that more often than not, I would get busy cleaning or doing something else, and then the kids would be sitting there longer than I wanted them to, and then the day kind of got away from us, and I look up, and we're still in our PJs, and we haven't got anything done. And so it just... It was a hang up that was deterring. It was it was just messing with our day. And so this year I was like, nope, we're not doing that. We're going to do a morning basket. And I'm going to do an Instagram reel. So make sure you're following me over there um, if you're not yet. But as soon as I have a few more items I'm going to get for the basket and I'm going to do a reel on our morning basket and how it's going down. I absolutely love it so far. I think it's so fun. And I am I am a book lover. I I buy books like like we eat them like it's like a consumption thing like as much money as I food spend on food I probably spend on books not really but I have found that libraries and me I don't ever give the books back on time and like thankfully most libraries now have gotten rid of their late fees but I still feel super guilty and it's it's like weighs on my mind knowing that I have overdue books that should go back to the library but even though the library is literally 15 minutes from me or less I never bring the books back on time. And it is just a thing for me. And a lot of the books, especially the kids ones, I'm always like one of those people who I'm afraid that maybe someday these books will disappear. They won't have them anymore. And I want to have them so I can pass them down to my kids. And I love libraries and I love books and houses. I feel like it's it adds so much warmth. And so I buy the books. That's like a that's a personal thing for me. It probably is. I probably should buy less, but I don't. Anyhow, so I have these books that I have in the morning basket, along with some games, along with some other activities for the kids to do. And so what we do in the morning is we wake up at seven. I try to wake up at five thirty. I have my quiet time with coffee. I have I'm either reading my own personal book, doing Bible study, just like taking a moment while the house is quiet before everybody wakes up. And then after that, I go work out. 
I was working on the afternoon and all different times of the day, but I'm really, really trying right now to get it done first thing in the morning. And so I go downstairs in the homeschool room where I have my Peloton bike. I do the Peloton app. I love Peloton. Um, I love that it has like strength and just everything on there. And so I have the Peloton bike and then I, I do a lot of the strength workouts and stuff. I got a weight, um, a weight system not very long ago, just like hand weights. What are, the, what are those called? I don't even know. The ones you just pick up, like I have the 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30 pounds. Anyhow, um, and so I do that. Usually my workouts are only anywhere from like 20 to 45 minutes, depending on what I feel like that day. I don't really have it strict and I just kind of go in there and I'm like oh I did arms yesterday I should do legs today or I should do full body today or stretch or whatever and they always have um, tons of assortments on there and so I will do all those things and then at seven o'clock I'm usually done with my workout and so then I pop up to the kids rooms and I say hey time to get up you guys at seven o'clock chores and so they both have their chores outside Tyron feeds the pigs they each water one day one waters the chickens then the pigs and they rotate back and forth feed the chickens the ducks the guineas all that thing stuff and then they come inside and they each have their rooms to vacuum because we have a dog and so many cats and stuff I told them I said if we're going to have all these animals mommy cannot do it all (laughs) and we have a Saint Bernard and he sheds the same amount as like 10 dogs I mean it looks like there's a dead dog on our floor in the morning and I get him groomed and I brush him it's actually better since I've got a new brush but regardless the floors are just disgusting every morning and so the kids pick their they each rotate where the rooms they do and they vacuum, you know, make their beds, clean the rooms, bring down their clothes, all the stuff. And after that, I would say they're done with everything. If they get up exactly at seven like they're supposed to, we're probably done about eight, eight fifteen ish. And then we head over to the morning basket. And so I give them time. If I'm still like shower, trying to pick up things, trying to do laundry, do some chores around the house. They do the morning basket themselves for about the first 15 or 20 minutes. And so they wander over to the morning basket and I have picture books. I have like um, seek and find books. I have um, books that correlate with other things that we're doing. So like if we're learning about the universe, I will have some books in there about stars. And so they can kind of look at that and it will just... I'm hoping your little brains can pick up the fact that, okay, we're, we're learning about stars. Oh, look at this star. This was the one mommy talked about yesterday. Maybe that's me reaching too far, but that's what I'm hoping their little brains do and connect all the dots. <laughs> and so they sit there and they just kind of look through. Tyron is really good at reading, so he reads more. Evelyn is not the, the strongest reader right now, and so she really does enjoy the, the picture books and the seek and finds and things like that. And so they do their thing over there. If they find a different book on the shelf or if they're working on something else like a puzzle, they're also allowed to do that um, and then after about 20 minutes we come in and we have these little memory verse books they are adorable I should link all these I should do a blog post but just look for the real and I'll link all those in the real too but um it's this adorable little books they were only I think like five dollars and it has a memory verse they copy on the bottom and then it's in this beautiful um, color page on the other side of the page and so then they color it too and make it look all pretty and then they memorize it and then once they do that then we you know turn the page and we move on to the next verse and this book has 77 verses in it and so that'll definitely take us through the school year will be good and you know next year we'll do something else and then we also have um, every year I have a different kind of Bible study that we do um, I have done I've done several different Bible studies I sh- obviously I should have had all that out as I'm sitting here but I don't um, and this year we're doing um, God and Science I forget what it's called I should have it saying I am so prepared um, anyhow 
It's a really cool book that talks about the universe and God creating the universe. And obviously, if you are not Christian or this is not your religion, you can find books and curriculum tailored to you. If you don't have a religion, you can find secular books. That's, again, the beauty of homeschooling is you can tailor it to what your household and your belief system is. Um, And so we have that in the morning. And then we also have um, a read aloud book. So I will do I will read aloud um, a chapter book and the kids will color their memory verse they're doing or they'll color a different coloring book. I also have a poem book in there for them to look at. I have crossword puzzles. So it's just a way for their little brains to wake up and for some morning activities instead of the TV, um, which I just feel like does nothing to help them prepare for the day. And so we will do that. And then after that, I really like to get the core subjects done, the really heavy ones. That way, in case something happens throughout the day and we don't get to some of the other things, it's not as big of a deal. So obviously, math is going to be one of the bigger ones. Tyron is doing a Becca. He's in arithmetic three right now. He's actually almost through it because he's in fourth grade this year. So he'll start fourth pretty soon. I am very, if you follow me, you will figure out very quickly. I don't really do the grade thing like I do the level my kids need. Um, And we kind of fell behind when we were moving. And Tyron is so quick as a whip with math. And so he's almost through this book and he'll catch up to the next one. But I'm not super rigorous on like, you're in fourth grade, therefore you should be doing this. Because again, I feel like, you get to tailor things to what your kids, their learning, their learning pattern, I guess. And yeah, you just get to tailor it to them. So um, Evelyn, though, she really struggled with the Abeka math. Abeka math is very traditional math. It's very math. It's very similar to what you would see in traditional school. And Tyron really, he just works well with that. And so we've continued it on. Um, Evelyn struggled. She needed more. She's very visual. She's very, like she has to touch things, which is a lot like me. I have to physically see, like I can read something and it means nothing. But if I can see someone do it, I can easily repeat that and copy it. But reading to me instructions and stuff is just, oh, it's a no. It's it's a lot harder for me. And so she's very much like that. And I struggled in math. So um, we went ahead and and did the good and the beautiful for her for math. And now that one definitely is something that I have to be more involved with. It's not like Tyron, he can do his math. And if he has questions, I have the teacher key. And so I can look at that and I can help him with it and we can figure it out. But for Evelyn's, I pretty much have to be there and and walk her through it. It's more like in story form and it comes with a bunch of little activities and it comes with like money and dollars and physical things that she can touch to help reinforce what she's learning in her brain. And so she loves it and I don't mind doing it either. It probably takes us right now, uh, maybe like uh, 20, 25 minutes. And so that's just time. Again, that's one of the things with if I get busy throughout the day, then it's harder for me to sit down later on and get this done. So me and her get that done. It's out of the way. Tyron does his. I usually have them. I have two tables in the same room. And so um, we try to do it side by side just so that I'm helping Evelyn. And then if Tyron has a question, I can just whip on over and help him out and then come back to Evelyn again. Um, sometimes we do it depending on the kids that day and if they're getting along or not. Sometimes we'll do it in separate rooms. Uh, it just all depends, you know, because brother and sister. <laughs> um, and then from there, we also do the kids. The kids have language arts and literature, which again is right now we're doing through the good and the beautiful. Um, I really enjoy it. I also, though, I really like Read Aloud Revival, which you can just look it up online. It's like www.readaloudrevival.com. They also have a podcast, but it's more 
it's really cool. It's because, again, I love books so much. They take a specific book every month and we read through it together. And then they use that book as like the base for the kids to write their own stories about the book or to use it as copy work, to use it for memorization. Um, and so I did their Christmas um, read a lot of revival like the month of December, their Advent kind of Christmas book reading. Me and the kids really enjoyed it. And I they also have like a book that they recommend for the parents every month. And then they have Zoom calls with that the kids can do with the authors. And then um, the authors share how they wrote the books and their process. Or they'll have Zoom calls with the artists. And so the kids can talk to the artists or the I guess they don't really ask as many questions as like the artist explains their process. And so it's really delving into a lot of these core subjects that are pretty amazing. And so we're going to take advantage of that this next, probably through the end of the year, see how it goes. And I'm really excited for that. I'm really excited for the community that comes with that because we do have a homeschool community here that meets um, every other Thursday. I haven't done this one yet, so this is new to me. Um, but this just allows us another way to access other families who are doing similar things to us. And, um, and I'm really excited about it. So we do that. Um, this year, I have struggled in the past to find a history that I really enjoy. And because Tyron and Evelyn are similar in age, um, and my, my mom did it too, in the, her age range with us kids was quite different. Um, but we do history and we do science together as a family. So I don't teach Tyron one history and Evelyn one history. We just do it together. And so this year I decided we're, we were using the book, The Story of the World, History for the Classical Child. Um, and we're doing volume one, Ancient Times. And I really like this history because I don't like the ones that skip around and go back and forth. Because to me, that's complicated and it's hard for little brains to understand like, okay, we're talking, you know, 5,000 BC and now we're talking 19... 30 you know like it's just there's so many different ways to do it i would just rather do it in line <laughs> and so the story of the world has that form and so it's something you guys can get audiobooks if you don't have time to read it or if you're children you want to be more hands-off with the history um i enjoy reading it i enjoy learning it with the kids i loved history growing up and so i i get giddy about it and i want to be involved in this and so i read it to them and then i went to um, Pinterest, I typed in extracurricular activities to go with Story of the World. Um, this one lady had this whole, um, she had put like this activity book together, questions to ask for each chapter, really just good stuff. And I know they have different um, activity books that are available on Amazon too. I liked hers better just for us personally. And so, and it was printable so I can print out the pages I want and just read the pages I want to read and not have to print it out on waste paper and all that kind of stuff. So um, every day I pull out the paper for the kids. I set them on the table. They write, mark, do all the kind of stuff that I have them do on the papers while I am reading the chapter. They really love it. I really love it. It probably, again, takes us like 20 minutes and then we're done with that. Um, and then language arts right now is about 15, 20 minutes too. So we're about, I guess, a little bit over an hour into school at this point in time. The kids also do their own um, individual reading. So they read their own books on their own time. They don't read to me. Um, and so Tyron is going through the Hardy Boy books. He kind of wanted a break from them. I think he's like three in right now. So he's reading a book about George Washington right now. I again, <laughs> I have so many books. Anytime someone recommends a book, I just go on Amazon and I like add it in my favorites. And then after I get so many in there, I'll just make a little order and I'll have extra books. And so if Tyron's you know bored of a certain book, I'll have him get another one. Afterwards, I ask him, what did you learn about George Washington? What were the exciting things about him? What was, you know, what kind of trials did he go through? And so I understand and know that he 
actually did read it and he has a good grasp on it. Um, Evelyn is still reading, like, in, she's probably reading entry level, level one books. She's definitely been my struggler as a reader, but funny thing, I was in kindergarten and I hated school because I could not read. <laughs> and I ran away from school when I was little and I was naughty. And so my mom eventually took me out and homeschooled me because I was in like special reading classes. And now I absolutely love to read. I have the blog. I write articles. I read all the time. Um, and so it just goes to show you that no matter what kind of like struggles you have in school, that does not dictate at all that you will continue to have those struggles later on. And so because my mom took over an approach, she turned what was really painful and frustrating and hard to me into something I absolutely love to do. So that's the magic of finding a program or a way to learn that works with each individual child. And so Evelyn is in level ones and so she's reading through those. I have seen the last, it's funny, reading I feel like just all of a sudden clicks. Like the kids struggle for a while if they struggle and then all of a sudden one day it's just like they know how to read and Tyron was that way too he was a lot that way earlier it didn't take him as long as Evelyn she's eight um and she, again she can read but she's definitely struggling more Tyron was reading really really well at probably about six um okay so they do their individual reading all by themselves. Um, I obviously check in every now and then, especially with Evelyn, I have her read me a page or so just so I can make sure that she's actually doing it because although I trust Tyler and Evelyn's the one more that, it's not that she's lying, she just, she's, oh, mom, I forgot that page or, oh, I didn't see that line or, <laughs> so she's, she's, uh, yeah, kind of lying, I guess, but not. So I just got to keep more of an eye on her. Um, then we do science, science, <clears throat> was not my favorite subject and so I will 100% say that is a struggle for me to teach the kids um so if you have a great science program that you like let me know I'm using the good and the beautiful right now it has a lot of experiments things like that again I'm not like huge on experiments I know some people are I was thinking of maybe doing KiwiCo or something like that to help them more because I know they enjoy doing that kind of stuff it's just not really my jam and so I have to work through that and process that um and then typing the kids do Oh, and the sci I told you, science is, I'm doing the good and the beautiful right now. Um, I do the good and the beautiful for a lot of my stuff. I really, really enjoy. It was, it's written by a Mormon lady, but it's very generic as far as like Christians can use it, Mormons can. It doesn't delve into theology. It just uses the Bible as a reference. It doesn't use the Book of Mormon as a reference, just the Bible as a reference. And so I have found that it's just, it's a really good solid base um, curriculum. Typing is also the good and the beautiful. I would like to find a computer program typing or like an online website typing that the kids can use because Tyron right now has a book that he sets next to the computer and he does it. I remember my mom had like typing as a game and that was really fun. So I need to look into that more for him and for Evelyn because he's just not loving his typing right now and I honestly don't blame him. Um, and that is like our what would you call it? just like what we do with curriculum every day but I will say that curriculum is definitely not everything because we homestead and so I take our homesteading and what we do throughout the day in our farm life and we really lean into that and use that as part of schooling because life should be one big lesson right one big school is honestly how I feel about it and so 
through homesteading, I kind of wrote this down is it's very, it can be very well-rounded. Homesteading has science. It provides numerous opportunities for children to learn about biology, botany, animal husbandry. They can observe plant growth, study life cycles, learn about different soil types, um, explore genetics and natural ecosystems. You don't have to have a farm to do that. You can take a hike. You can grow a plant in a container. You know, there's so many different ways to be able to do science outside of books. Math, also homesteading involves measuring and calculating various aspects such as gardening, plot sizes, animal feed ratios, harvest yields. Um, kids can practice addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. It's something that when you're out there and you're, you can just like, if there's 10 chickens and two ran away, Evelyn, how many would be left? You know, like depending on where your child is, you can tailor that and just kind of make it a game. Everything, honestly, like it should, be fun. Most of this, like, I I understand that there's subjects that we don't like or the kids don't like and there is some struggle, but most of the time, we should try to make it as fun as possible. Learning should be fun. Um, language arts, children can develop their language arts through reading books about farming and homesteading. So if they love goats or if your son wants a goat, like Tyron wants a goat, okay, Tyron, if you want a goat, then you need to read this goat book so that you will know what it takes to have a goat and what you need to do when you have one and um, make it exciting like, oh my gosh, I'm reading this book so I can have a goat. This is a huge responsibility. I'm gonna read this and learn as much as I can. Um, writing in journals is a really great thing right about their day just a couple sentences we um we still do letters um we do lots of letters to friends we do thank you letters for birthday presents um i usually tell the kids you know write three to five sentences i will give them some prompts hey you just started school tell grandma grandpa your favorite subjects tell them what you like about school or what you don't like um and just kind of let them go from there i'm still finding at their age they really do like the prompts that helps them just kind of get their brain flowing um social studies homeschooling homesteading provides hands-on opportunity to learn history, culture, geography. They can explore the history of farming and homesteading in the region. They can learn about different farming practices around the world. Um, and so there's just so much like, especially the history aspect, again, homesteading or not, you know, there are so many like in the South, there is just so much around here about the Civil War. And there's so much history because the country was obviously we're older over here than we were in Washington state. And there is so many um, places that we can that we can visit battlefields. A lot of them will have homeschool days or specific days where you can meet up with um, what's the person who like runs the park. <laughs> I'm so bad right now. And they can take you out and they can like explain things and have tours. And a lot of times they'll give you discounts as a homeschool teacher with students. You can ask if there's homeschool discounts or homeschool days. And that's just a really good way to get them out and exposed. Because if you're walking through a battlefield and they're telling you about what went on here and how it was significant to the Civil War and the players they were in it, the captains and what went on and the weather, their, the retention for that with a child is going to be so much more than just reading about it in a book. So wherever you are, there's going to be different things that are very important to the history of the United States. Go, go check those out and really, really take advantage of having those around you wherever you're at. Um, physical education, homesteading involves activities like gardening, feeding animals, building, um, general farm maintenance. And so these activities provide children with the opportunities to develop physical strength. Um, and so there's just like, <laughs> there's so much. And so th that's why I personally don't get super hung up on a bunch of 
curriculum. I love reading. We love the books. We have our core subjects. But at the end of the day, like real life trumps the books for me. And so um, I just use everything. If there's something the kids are doing outside and they want to learn more about it, we come inside, we look it up, we research it. We will order books about it. We will, um, you know, you find a YouTube video on it, Google about it. Like just kind of everything is just fun. I don't know if that's if I'm coming across correctly or not but I'm just saying don't take it so seriously I people put so much like they just they get so overwhelmed with homes with homeschooling because it can be overwhelming there's so many different options available to you but just take little snippets work through it try one thing if it doesn't work try another there's really great I mean Pinterest is one of my favorite places to go for homeschooling stuff because if you type in a book there's going to be like 15 moms on there who have wrote blog post reviews of how they liked it or they didn't like it or how they utilized it or the resources that they used with it and at the end of the day figure your child out and what they like best and what works best for them. And it might take a few years, but I think that's really great, especially there's definitely more challenges starting homeschooling with older children. But when you start from the ground up when they're little, you really, really easily on early on get a grasp of how they learn and then you can tailor things to them. And the first few years are so forgiving. Kindergarten, first grade, second grade there is not a lot involved they need to learn their abcs they need to learn basic math principles you don't really need to be super deep into history or science or anything else like that it is really a discovery time where you and your kids can lean into the fun of learning a lot of um coloring singing um just just fun and so that time is kind of a grace period for you to figure out how homeschooling works how your child works so that when things get um, harder, when they get older, when they need to delve into these thicker, deeper subjects, you're more prepared for that as well. And so you just have to trust the process of you're going to grow with your child when you homeschool with them. And when the time comes and they're in fifth or sixth or seventh grade, you're going to have the capacity at that point in time to have been on this journey with them the whole time that you're going to know what they need. Um, and so just trust the process. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Besides that, so my kids do piano. Um, we have a piano teacher. They took the summer off, but they meet with her. They each have a 30-minute lesson once a week. They do recitals with her. We also do a WANA, and so we do that through a local church. And so the kids go there. They are able to interact with other kids that way. So they're not just – people always think – like homeschool, oh, your kids are, they don't know how to interact with other kids or adults, but that's totally not true. My son is shy. He's always been shy. My daughter is not. She's a very much like me. She's very outgoing. Um, and so it's just kind of their personalities. But we're also starting 4-H this fall, which I'm super excited about. 4-H starts in fourth grade. And so Tyron is just to the age now where he can be involved in 4-H. That starts in September where we're at. And so he gets to do that. Evelyn gets to take along. She gets to see her brother do that. And the next year she will get to be involved in that. And so along with what we do here, we do a lot of going out and seeing other people. We also go to church on Sundays. So there's a lot of interaction with other friends. And we did baseball in the spring. And so you can be as social or antisocial as you want homeschooling. And again, that's more of the beauty about it, too. And I am I'm one of those like I'm social to a point and then I need a few days to recover. And I feel like a lot of us are like that. And so I will give ourselves grace. We went and went in baseball season. And when baseball was done, I was like, mama needs a month where we just kind of chill and I can do my gardening and I can do my home stuff and I'm not at the ball field every night. So phases, seasons, 
Again, you just kind of go with the flow and it's fun. It's fun to figure out what works for your kids, what works for you, and to be able to customize your whole week so that you work optimally and at your best and so does your family. So yeah, that's it for today. If you guys have questions about homeschooling or anything else, let me know and I can address those in a later um, podcast or Instagram or something else, or I will just message you and answer the question that you have. Um, Aaron underscore Waylon underscore online, Aaron E R Y N, and you will find me on there. Otherwise, if this show is helpful for you guys today, or if you know someone else who's thinking about homeschooling or maybe need some homeschool encouragement, send them this episode, let them listen to it. Maybe it will. Um, Maybe it'll give them some encouragement to try it. And if you can rate this five stars, that would be awesome as well if you feel like it did anything for you today. And other than that, I will talk to you next time, you guys. Enjoy the rest of your day.